that's another reason and proof why the market's hot right now. Banks are busy and short-staffed. They can't keep up with the demand. Welcome to episode 83 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. We are your, are your hosts. I am Ariel Cremendi, and he, whichever way you're looking, is Adrian Trott. Welcome to episode 83, Adrian. What's up? What's up? How's everything going? Good morning. Actually, yeah, still good morning. Still good morning. Yes, good morning. We, we, yes. usually, uh, we usually do these podcasts in the morning. Things are going well. The, uh, the weather is phenomenal. Uh, I'm in a hoodie because I'm in my basement. You're not in your hoodie today, but it's cold in our basements because the AC is going crazy. Yes. And uh, man, it's busy, busy, busy. In the last week, I think we've signed 10 or 12 contracts for purchases and sales. Um, I'm working on an offer right now. I'm, I'm doing a whole bunch. The rest of the team is going crazy right now. Uh, you've got five or six listings you've you've signed on in the last week or so. So, so things the are hot. the market's hot. The and market that goes contrary to what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and uh, today's today's topic is uh, really simple. Uh, last week, CMHC announced some changes to the um, insured mortgage uh, approvals. And potentially changing the way first-time home buyers uh, will be able to afford homes. Um, it also provided with an outlook um, in their announcement of a, I believe it was eight to twelve percent decrease in house prices. Nine so, to eighteen. Nine to eighteen. Nine to eighteen. Okay. Well. Yeah. Um, so let's just talk about uh, that announcement. So CMHC basically now is has changed their guidelines as to uh, what is required for your approval if you have an insured mortgage. That means less than 20% down. Uh, your total, total debt service ratio or gross debt service ratio are uh, both going to be decreased um, by about 2%. So... Uh, if you earn $100,000, um, that's about a $2,000 uh, swing in, um, in your approval, which will change the um, available mortgage by about, uh, quick math here, so $180 a month would equate to about a $40,000 mortgage. So for the average uh, home price um, across... Uh, Ontario, that would probably mean about a 10% lower uh, purchase purchasing power uh, with this. Let's, new, let's, yes, uh, I agree. The, let's just quickly talk about the other changes. So the other changes are at least one buyer has to have a credit score of at least 680. 680. What was it previously? I think it was low 600s. Yes. Um, 620 and, or 640 or something. That was kind of wishy-washy. Um, so who knows? Yeah is now how, how strict they're going to be with that, but it sounds like... And then like also the non-traditional sources of down payment will be treated um, as in indebtedness. So previously it was uh, treated as um, equity, um, and now it will not. Yeah, you can't use a line of credit for a down payment anymore. Um, so as an example... So you got to be careful where that money's coming from. It's got to be 
cash assets, cash li- uh, liquid assets. Um, you know, if you're getting a gift from your parents, it might be another uh, scenario. I think this, I mean, it would be interesting to see the statistics on who actually is taking out mortgages under the CMHC program. I, I think obviously the bulk of them are going to be first time home buyers who, you know, haven't been able to save up the 20% uh, to make their first purchase. Obviously, uh, they're going to be the ones that are uh, most affected by this. Um, yeah, I agree with that. But I also disagree to the point where uh, it could be people buying in larger markets. So as an example, if you have a young professional couple and they're making 150 grand a year, good servicing, good uh, credit, um, you know, if you're buying a eight or nine hundred thousand dollar condo uh, in in Toronto, which is not unheard of, uh, you might not have one hundred and eighty grand to to put as a down payment. So, as but as first time home buyers, I mean, most people that already own own a home will have enough equity to hit that twenty percent threshold. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know about that, and I don't know if, especially people living in Toronto, uh, they're spending more money on on eating out and and. You know, maybe they they're the ones that need to be downloading our money savings guide tips, uh, but um, not necessarily. You know, and and people don't necessarily want to put all that money into a home. They still want to have money to travel if they can afford the the mortgage payments. Maybe they want to put some money aside, right? Like when I purchased my home, I purchased it with five percent down because I could. And even though I had a more significant down payment, I needed that money in hand to accelerate our business. So, so I made a, a, a decision that I didn't want to pay down uh, on the onset a seemingly cheap mortgage because the mortgage rates now, you're talking, you know, 2% mortgage is available. So uh, why potentially do you put that extra money down? So right. So those are the changes and, and the, the thought process is that it potentially will affect the first-time home buyers. So, so what, what's your thoughts on this? Is it going to affect the market? Is it going to affect first-time home buyers? How are well, we going to feel isn't the, the first, effect? This is not the first time that the banks or CMHC or you know, various uh, or the government have made new policies and implemented changes that make it more challenging to get approved from the stress test to interest rate adjustments to whatever. Um, this has happened many times in the past. And, you know, as soon as it happens, everybody's forecasting, oh, this is going to have a negative impact on the market. But it really seldom does have a profound impact on anything. Um, yeah. I think that's because the biggest variable comes down to supply and demand. And, um, you know, as with any market. And I think right now, you know, it may change how much somebody can afford, but it's not necessarily going to change the market as a whole. Um, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, they're forecasting the nine to eighteen percent reduction in values. I don't suspect that will happen. Um, I, I mean, don't agree. I don't agree with that at all. And no. and the thing that people have to recognize that there are differences in different markets, right? Like a different market might have a low um, low demand um, or a high inventory with a low demand and those are potentially areas that could be affected in Ontario um, looking at Ontario and specifically the GTA and even you know Muskoka regions and 
cottage country, uh, Perry Sound areas, you know, they're booming, right? And there's not enough supply to keep up with the demand. There's still a lot of people that can afford homes that that have had stability during the whole COVID uh, experience, we'll call it, and um, that uh, that are out there. And that's why we're as busy as we are this month, uh, you know, yeah. Typically, well, June, I'm looking at, like actually, I, I've scheduled showings um, for tomorrow already, and uh, sorry, I've scheduled showing for, showings for tomorrow, and I'm already getting notifications that offers are coming in on these places, and this is happening yeah. on a regular basis. I did the same thing last week, Friday or Thursday last week, Saturday last week. I was out, and um, some of the houses we went out to see uh, after I had scheduled offers had come in, so people are out buying. Um, and inventory is moving, and that just tells us that, you know, there's. I think the biggest gauge and the most accurate gauge I can make my kind of premise, my my opinion on the market is based on the opinions and attitudes of our clients that we're actively working with. Um, earlier during the COVID pandemic, I was hearing from buyers a lot of "We're going to wait. We're going to see what happens. You know, we want to put things on hold." That lasted for a few weeks. And then um, after that few weeks, we started getting phone calls. And people were saying, I want to move. I've been stuck in my house for too long. I want a pool. I want a bigger house. I can't afford my house. I want to get a smaller house, whatever the reason. But the, the, um, the outlook on the market from buyers had shifted. So there was no longer that uncertainty of, let's see what's going to happen. They saw what happened. They saw there was about, you know, a few percent uh, change in value. And then it kind of flatlined and plateaued and we, they started to see houses around them selling again. So they felt more comfortable going out. So as soon as their opinion changed, that tells me that people have a positive outlook on the market, which means things are going in a positive direction. And until we see that change again, I don't see reason to believe there's going to be a reduction again. So if you are a first time home buyer and CMHC now made these announcements, what, um, you know, what do we do as realtors to coach them through that? Now, do you, do you shift location and say, listen, you, you should still buy something to, to have that as an investment and you need a place to live. Let's look a little bit further out. Uh, from the area that you were looking at, or let's look at a smaller property um, because there will be a lot of people that will be handcuffed, right? They won't have an additional down payment available to them. Um, And uh, their debt servicing might be a little bit tighter because they've got maybe two vehicles or a young family and, and things are expensive nowadays, man. Like groceries are expensive groceries and, and and insurance and gas and although gas is a bit cheaper now, but gas is cheaper now. Yeah, you, you know uh, the our money savings tip uh, guide will only save you so much money. You still need uh, the proper financial resources to be able to purchase a home, and um, so I mean, I, I, like you said, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with with that first time home buyer market. But I do want to throw this out there. And I know you're an advocate of this. And I think it's going to become more relevant and more prevalent uh, in the market with these changes. If you live in an area or want to live in an area where you can't afford a home and you're forced to rent. So as an example, if you are living in Mississauga, 
Mississauga home prices are very expensive now. You know, to purchase a townhome, uh, anything decent, you're going to start at kind of 600000 bucks if you're lucky. Um, or it's cheaper but has a shit ton of maintenance fees attached to it or is an old piece of crap that needs $100,000 of renovation. So, so let's just say 600000 bucks. you know, uh, you probably don't have a $120,000 down payment unless you were super diligent on saving, which most people aren't. Um, so I think what people should look at is buying outside of where they're living. So rent where you want to live. So maybe you could live in port credit for $2,000 a month or $2,500 a month, whatever, and you get to live in the area you live in uh, or want to live in. But then maybe you're buying uh, uh, an investment property in Guelph where there is a tenant um, that is covering uh, a good percentage, if not all of your um, outlay in, in costs on a month-to-month basis. Yeah. And, and your mortgage is getting paid down in principle every month by about 45 uh, to 50% of your mortgage payment. Uh, and you've got about a 6 to 8% increase on the purchase uh, or on the selling price as a... Uh, as a return on that investment on average every year. So, so I think uh, if you can't afford to buy where you want to live, go ahead, rent something, but still focus on buying something that you can actually carry and afford. Yes, I agree. Well, I mean, real estate is just, you know, it's a form of investment and um, owning the house you live in is not, you know, people have the preconceived notion that they need to own a house and, uh, it's good to own a house because it's good to have your foot in the market because historically the real estate market will increase over time and you're going to make money on it. But it doesn't mean you have to own the house you live in. Um, yep. It just means own a house to have your foot in the market. That could be an hour outside of where you live because the affordability is more feasible there. Um, and then you rent closer to work or closer to family or you know, within the general geographical area that you travel and commute so that you don't have as far to go. Or you make the sacrifice, if you are dead set on owning the house you live in, then you make the sacrifice of buying further away. I just helped a couple that currently live in Oakville, and um, they work in Mississauga, and they want to own a house and live in that house. So they bought a house in Cambridge because that's what they can afford. Um, and they're willing to sacrifice their commute time. Uh, and they on the place. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to return very well on their investment. Uh, For those of you listening, if you're watching on um, uh, YouTube, please subscribe. Uh, Lots of great podcasts coming down the pipe. And if you're listening uh, on a podcast somewhere, whatever the app or website is that you're listening to us. SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, uh, Apple. Yeah, we're everywhere. So make sure you follow so you get notifications of these. Today is going to be a quick podcast. I think we covered some uh, really good um, information and uh, there is a positive outlook um, in the market. We are uh, continuing to get many inquiries. Uh, I don't think this is going to have much of a setback in the GTA market. Uh, So we'll continue to monitor it. 
monitor it and um, give you updates as to what's happening. If you do have any comments or questions, please feel free to DM us or leave a comment. Uh, we love hearing your feedback. And uh, a lot of people have questions about real estate. And that's what we're here to do is answer those questions. So just one uh, thing. It sounds like you're trying to wrap up, which I, I know yes, you're short on time. I get going. Just, Lots of just offers be, on the go today. Just, just before we wrap up, um, one thing I, I recommend buyers uh, that are actively looking to purchase do is, and I'm hearing this a lot from mortgage brokers that I work closely with, is uh, with one, the changes with CMHC, um, that is a uh, reason to get reapproved uh, and make sure you touch base with your mortgage broker to see if that affects you at all. But also, yeah. Um, changes with uh, everything going on with COVID. A lot of people have, I know someone that just recently had to take a, a 20% pay cut um, and their hours were cut down at work. Even though those changes may be temporary, banks and finan financial institutions are taking those reductions into consideration with your approval. So if you were, pre if you were approved a month ago at 100% of your salary and now you've taken a reduction, that could affect your approval. So make sure you touch and, base with your mortgage broker. I'm glad you brought this up because I just finished a deal where we had a five-day condition on financing. I had to get it extended for two days, which I didn't even think was going to happen because we purchased the home within 24 hours of it going on the market and a very desirable home and a very desirable location. We got that extra two-day extension. The reason well, that's because you're it, good at what you do. The reason we needed it is because the bank is short-staffed. They've been inundated with uh, a high amount of mortgage requests for approvals and deals that are coming across their table. And uh, their underwriter uh, is not able to keep up. So while they had an approval in place, they did have a couple of conditions to fulfill that approval. And it couldn't get looked at until past the expiry of the conditional period. And if you are buying a home without that condition on a mortgage, you better be damn sure that you are going to be approved. Um, so be very, very cautious. I'm glad you brought that up. Thanks for well, listening. That, that, that's, Episode that's, another, that's another reason why I got to go. That's another reason and proof why the market's hot right now. Banks are busy and short staffed. They can't keep up with the demand. Things aren't if you changing. want to keep talking, go on to Instagram stories and uh, listen to my friend Adrian here, who's got lots of time on his hands, apparently. I got to go. Peace. Go. Episode 83, KT Confidential. Thanks for watching or listening.